With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Text us on 0499-736-736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. Welcome to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Hello, welcome to the Form Lounge on a Friday, 12.03, wherever you may be on this fantastic Australia Day. Happy Australia Day to you and to everyone right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you for the next hour. Hello to everyone joining down uh, the line on the Dabble app. All thanks to Dabble, of course. You can bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. Is that really the credit? Bet with Miles on Dabble? Unreal. (laughs) <laughs> Bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. That's all real third-person areas, and I've got to read the credit. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be reading the credit every every section. I've got to read my own name. Bet with me on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with for free confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. A lot of people uh, today have the day off work. So a shout-out to all of you down the line on the Dabble stream. Hello to you. You can uh, put your comments in the banter channel. And during the ad breaks, when we go to radio, as this is a new format, uh, when we go to the ad breaks on radio, I will talk to you straight down the line on the banter channel and you can ask me about any horse over the weekend, being today or tomorrow. And we'll try to find you a few winners, have a laugh. We'll see what happens. Uh, 0499 736 736 for those joining us on the SEN track channels, wherever you may be, right around the country. Big show coming up. Mitch Lewis not far away as we're going to do the weekend snapshot with him. Now, we're going to be joined by Mitch Abaya, who went, uh, what, two from three at Albion last night and one best bet at Sandown. He went bang last week here on the Formland as well. He's one of the best greyhound uh, tipsters in Australia, if not the best. Jack Jenkins, he'll join us. Tips for today, tips for tomorrow from him. Then we've got professional punter out of the West, Terry Layton, as we turn our attention to Ascot. And then I'll give you my best bets of the day later on. With the best bets, they might be a little bit shorter this week. We've been on track this week and at the golf day and everything, of course. But I'll try to find three of the absolute best running around tomorrow. And then uh, we might have a few plays up on my Dabble profile later on today or even tomorrow morning. So make sure you go and click the follow button. Uh, Time to be joined by the superstar that is Mitch Lewis. Now, number one tipster on the great tip-off for the media over the last 12 months. He's absolutely flying and he joins me down the line. Hello to you, Mitchy baby. Hello, Miles. How are you on this fine Australia day? Ah, mate, I am fantastic in here and looking forward to watching the races today. I'm go back home and watch the races from the couch. We've got pretty good racing um, today and tomorrow. Uh, before we get stuck into uh, tomorrow's card and the weekend snapshot in a moment, uh, we do have a fair bit of racing today at Caulfield. Uh, Warwick Farm, Eagle Farm and Murray Bridge. Now, I know you would have done the Caulfield and Murray Bridge meetings. Um, yes. A few interesting runners, Mitchie. I mean, we've got some of these two-year-olds. I don't like playing too many in the two-year-old races, but did you have anything in races one, two um, or even three? Because I've got a little one in race four I reckon we can have a crack at. Okay, well, look, I'm a little bit with you. I'll be watching races 
three and four, the previews with a bit of interest, but I'm not going to dive head first in. I thought number one, Hey Sugi in race three. There was a little bit of a um, opinion of her, I think, after a second at Mooney Valley on debut, and then she went to that Ottawa Stakes where Caravas won down the straight. That race had Arabian Summer and Anisa in it. I think that's a pretty good form reference. So I thought Hey Sugi potentially wins that race three. Race three with Heisugi around $4, $4.40 mark with Dabble. We go to race four, which is the Colts and Geldings, and it's all about high octane here. And I've actually had a bet here. Yeah, on high octane? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, I thought the one with um, the main danger to me is obviously Blue Stratum. So Blue Stratum, we saw it down the Flemington Strait during the carnival, and then it came out, had an issue at Randwick. I thought with the race experience, it looked the main danger. But yeah, there's a... There's a lot of smart two-year-old judges that think this high-octane could be a very handy type, including Dean Watling. So you've got to listen when he speaks because he definitely watches these trials with a keen eye. Yeah, I, I think it's there and I think it'll win. Race five is the one where I really wanted to play. I'm super keen on Katsu today. Um, whacked, it up on the prof- pro- whacked it up on the profile, mate, uh, a while ago. I'm really, really keen on this horse. We managed to get uh, around the $4 mark just a fraction better. Um, I think this horse will win. I really like him. He's the best horse in this race. Yeah, I'm with you. Katsu on top. Uh, good little win down the Flemington Strait back in December. He's freshened up since. That's no issue. He goes really well fresh. So I think he's well suited. Barrier one, Geordie Childs. I really like the setup for Katsu. So I'm with you in that race. Uh, anything in six, seven and eight for the punters around the country? I find race seven today at Caulfield pretty interesting. Unusual culture and Yonsei on those colours. I thought... Might even be a two-bet strategy with those two. I'm just not sure. I mean, Anton pops up, but I can't catch him. He's sort of hard to get. Yeah. Uh, if he comes back in the form that he had before he went to WA, I think he'll give it a shake. But I, I'm pretty keen to the party in race six. I like the setup for the party. He's short enough now, though. We were spruiking him yesterday at about the $3 mark. So maybe you can get a little rocket and pump him up towards 250 I think that would be a bet, but... Uh, undefeated first up, undefeated 1,200 metres. I just think some in the race, like King Colorado, are going to improve further out in trip, where he looks a little bit better suited over the 1,200. He's definitely there for the run, King Colorado. I think the trainers have even spoken this week and saying, look, he's going to need a run under his belt. So for any dabblers or seeing track listeners that were out there, the stable I've mentioned that he's there, he's going to, not saying he's there for the run, but he will need a run. Yeah, and that's what I think maybe... Maybe a little bit similar to Brave Mead. Perhaps he'll be better off as he gets out to a 14 and 1600 metres and Carbonados is obviously the threat, but I think he'll be better at the mile as well. So I just thought the party's won first up both over the 1200 metres. He's the one that could probably do it, in my opinion. I think the blowout in that race is Centrify. Oh, this is a horse that's got ability uh, and yeah, the horse like does it. go well fresh. Uh, and if you're going to get nearly a double figure price if you wanted to do same race multis or anything like that. And Centrify is probably the one that wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I think he's an exciting horse too. You watch some of his wins, like the first up win at Mooney Valley last prep. You know, it's always exciting to see horses come from the back there at the valley and run over the top of everybody. So I agree. Uh, so anything else on the card there today or at Murray Bridge that we can touch on before we get stuck into the weekend preview? Yeah, I've got one at Murray Bridge. Uh, race six, number seven, zero in. He's had a pretty good prep. Uh, he kicked it off with two wins. He's down in grade today. He's won two or four track and distance. He'll be forwards, Jason Holder in the saddle now. 
my risk was that I thought it was going to be a good track, but they're on a soft track and that suits him. So I think that's why there's been a fair bit of money around him this morning. But zero in is my best bet there at Murray Bridge today. Beautiful. Now we turn our attention from away from today and we do this. On Fitzy's Form Lounge, the weekend snapshot. Bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Got a real retro vibe to that. The guitar oh, yeah. the guitar the up, 80s sort off of, the top. Yeah. yeah, real sort of 80s vibe to it. And so does our panel op too. He doesn't mind a bit of the denim, the 80s denim, sort of denim vest on too. Rate it. Canadian tuxedo. Put that with the denim jeans on, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, weekend snapshot. Now, you are... Uh, you're a Mooney Valley specialist. That's it's your time to shine. I'm not particularly good at Mooney Valley, um, and never have been. Statistically, over eight years, it's probably one of my worst tracks. Um, so that's why I thought we'd have you to do the weekend snapshot. Now, let's try and run through them. If you will start with race one, what are you thinking at Mooney Valley here? Oh, look, I'm willing to take on Acid Wash just at the price. I think it's a little bit short. You, sometimes you see that horse one at five point eight lengths at Cranbourne. Uh, I'm keen to be with Sox Nation at a better value. I thought his win two starts back at Sandown was just as impressive. So he's coming off a BM64 second at Caulfield. I think that just stacks up a little bit more. So I thought Sox Nation for me in that race, but not super keen to get involved in that one. Uh, we've got a race number two on the card at the Valley. It's going to be over the 1,600 metres, a benchmark 70. Yeah, race two, number three, Brooklyn Boss for me. Barrier four, Damien Lane, who is in unbelievable form. I think this horse will be forward. I think um, Sir Seven, uh, CR Seven, however you want to pronounce it, is a good horse, but I'm just a little bit concerned that she gets back or he gets back a little bit. So um, I just, you know, at the Valley, you want to be forwards, and I think that's where Damien Lane's going to sit on Brooklyn Boss. A few people firing up on the channel too. It's the right time on the Banter channel if you want to jump in and drop some emojis there as we speak. I can tell you that right now. Let's go to race number three for Mooney Valley. Uh, this is over the 1,600, a benchmark 70 here. And look, this market looks a little bit tighter than some other races. Yeah, well, this is one of my better bets of the day. And Mickey Gannon agrees with me. Race three, number nine, very surreal for the Waterhouse bot team. So... I had this as a horse to follow recently. It was third last start at Flemington behind Otago, who there's a pretty good opinion of. Oh, yes. Now, the first first three horses in that race, if you wanted to talk benchmark figures and all that sort of likes for the class, uh, they were well above the uh, class average. So if he can replicate a run like that in the same grade here today, going forwards like the Waterhouse spot runners like to do, I think he's going to be in a very good position to win this race. And I think he'll be out in front controlling the race. So he's probably my best bet there. All righty. Race number four, I'm really keen here on running by. Race four, number two, be one of my better ones uh, for the Mar Eustace team, Johnny Allen. Yeah, I think so. We sh- uh, running by showed that she could go forwards in that last start win at Randwick. And I think that's probably a pretty strong form reference. Barrier one, if she's forwards again, I think she'll be pretty hard to catch. Let's go to race five on the card. This is over the 1,200 um, look, extra two. Remember, it was a horse at Wiramu Pin Road that had the race taken off it back at Sandy, and I think that was on yeah the 10th of June last year. Went to Flemington in a better race, ran in behind Renosu, cause for concern. Won at Sandown again in a 64, and then had been tipped out. Uh, back here, fresh, do you think he can get it done? I probably wanted to look for a little bit of value here. I thought potentially extra two might get caught out a little bit wide. I didn't mind a horse like you probably have a two-bet play in this race. Number one, Miss Take, first up. And number nine, Willie Bell. 
I thought those two horses are going to be nice and forwards. And Willie Bell second up here off a pretty good first up run, I think, can improve and be a pretty good each-way sniff. Uh, let's go to race number six on the card at the Valley over the 2040. I'm staying right out here. I can't get into Man K, and he's a horse that's let me down way too many times. Yeah, I was going to say, look, I'm not super keen to play in the race, but I am with Man K. He's run here once over this track and distance and did it pretty slickly. Never missed the top three over the distance and never missed the top three second up. So I think if it's ever going to be his day, it's probably here today, but I won't be backing him. Race seven, you like anything there? I'll put Miss Tarzi on top. Uh, she's two from two, track and distance. I thought that's a pretty good play. Uh, Fresser is going to go forwards and take control of the race, but I just sort of think the older Miss Tarzi potentially takes this race out. Race eight. I, I think Mornington Glory can win again. It was yeah, best I bet for me at Flemington last week. It took on um, Johnny Rocker, and people thought I was crazy. It bolted in. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. So... I think there's going to be enough speed on for that horse to get a good setup. But I thought as an each-way play, the number two Shershoff you could play. So this horse had one run last prep at Mooney Valley. It's the current leader on the 55-second challenge uh, on the Friday night. So that was a BM82 where it ran quicker than the 55 seconds. So um, they're in line to win a car or 50 grand or whatever you win these days. But that was a pretty slick time. Uh, three from three over the 1,000 metres, runs well fresh. I wouldn't be surprised to see if they go handlebars down and see if they can run away with it again like they did that other night. Race nine, the Australia Stakes. And this one, other my uh, one of my other, should I say, um, best or better bets on the card. I'm with V8, mate. I'm, yeah, I'm with I'm V8 as well. I'm ready for this horse. Yep. Yeah, he's quite similar to Stepati. So he's clearly got the most upside in the race for me. But he's first up, he's two from two, and he's two from three over the 1,200 metres. So he runs well over this trip fresh. So for Barrier 5, again, Damien Lane flying. They're going to sit in a good position and he's going to have every chance. So I think he's, like I said, the most upside. Anything in the last? I'm going to risk Periel. I'm just a little bit concerned. Barrier 10 over the 1,200 metres if it's a little bit quick. I thought Zoo Sensation each way could probably get the run here, but not super keen to be playing in that race. Uh, well, I know that your South Australian stuff is better than most. Have you got anything at Morfordville over the weekend for us? Yeah, so if you ask me for my one best bet across the whole weekend, it's going to be race nine, number 10, H2O in the Durbridge State. Yeah. So this is a listed race, H2O. It's a good race, but it's just a little bit of a weaker class. So, like, a horse like Validated, I've got a lot of time for, but he's been going around, like, he was fourth in the listed race last time, but he's recently been winning sort of lesser grades. Uh, H2O is a group three winner. She's got a good record first up. First up last prep, she was second at a listed level. Uh, barrier two, she'll go forwards. She'll be in a good position. And if you go back and watch her last trial where she beat Taunting Home, it was a very impressive piece of work. I think she's set up really nicely to kick off her campaign here and get the win. Mitchie, uh, can you just, have you got a, have you put a multi together yet or are you going to put that up on your yes. double profile yes. a bit later? Oh, yeah, I've got up on my double profile now. I've done a Mooney Valley multi, so... What I've done is I've given you the multi, so it's very surreal to win, running by to win, Willie Bell to place, and V8 to win. That's 43.83. But if you wanted to go a safer option and have all of them place, it's $6.73. So that's very surreal, running by Willie Bell and V8, 6.73 for all of them to place. I, I thought that was pretty good odds. Yeah, well, look, I, I like the idea of having the win multis and then having the place multis, but just staked a little bit higher. I mean, we saw what happened on. Wednesday with gold citation at um, at uh, 
Bill Mott over there. I'm a real master of the place multis, mate. I'm enjoying watching them. Yeah, the, you always have your best as a place multi as a saver because if one of them gets beaten, then uh, you're still going to get a return. Hey, mate, appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the rest of Australia Day and look forward to following all your bets on Dabble and also via the SEN uh, track app. Yeah, thank you, mate. So it's Mitch Lewis FGB if you are looking for me on Dabble. And if you're new to Dabble and you wanted to sign up, just punch code FGB in there and it'll lead you straight to me. But no, good luck, punters, and thank you, Milo. I'll speak to you over the weekend. Mitchie Lewis there for the weekend snapshot is an absolute superstar. For our radio listeners, we're going to jump to a break. For our Dabble listeners, I'm coming to you as we refer to the Banda channel. So get your questions in the Banda channel now, and I'll try to read them out in the ad. Coming up on the other side of this, Jack Jenkins for his best bets, tips, and just have a chat about the horses and maybe the UFC in general. Back right after this. Download the Dabble app and have a dabble today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Well, hello to the Dabble stream as we go to the ad break on the radio. It's your time to shine. Um, Trying to get a few people in the Dabble stream. They've already sort of gone off with the rockets in here. Joshy Jean's already having a crack at me. Bet with Miles from Steve-O. He said that a few times at the track. Come on, Joshy. Come on, mate. Pretending like the first time he said it. was the first time I said it? You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. River, you may be right around the country. All thanks to Dabble. You can bet with me or bet with Miles. Same person on Dabble. Download the Say app. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> you can bet with Miles on Dabble. You can download the app today. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We love this man. We love him at Dabble. We love him on SEN Track. He's just a jet, a superstar, Jackie Jenkins. Hello to you, Farjack. G'day, Fitzy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Always good to chat to you. How are you travelling, my friend? Yeah, yeah, travelling really well. I've uh, been back training full-time for sort of the last seven or eight weeks and had a little setback with the elbow last week, but it's turned out a lot better than we thought it was going to be. So I should only miss about a week or so of training and then be back into it. Can you give um, just give us an insight of when you're back in full time? I've seen a lot of your stuff on on socials. I mean, how many hours are we talking a day? I know you probably get asked this a lot, but you know, there's new listeners no, coming no. in all the time. But how, how many sort of are you seven days? Are you five days? Are you trying to have rest days in there? Just um, give us an insight so into it. Yeah, so it's it's five out five days a week. I'm four hours for the day, so two hours in the morning and then two hours in the evening. Yep. Um, then on Saturday, it's just two hours in the morning and then Sunday I rest. So it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a big load, but it's, it, that's not all necessarily going flat knacker the whole time. It, it's, uh, some of it's technical, some of it's really hard, some of it's a bit more, you know, just trying to switch the brain on and let the body relax a little bit. But yeah, it's about four hours a day during the week and then just Saturday morning. So is this building up to the next fight? Like when's that happening? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm building. I'm I'm trying to get myself on the UFC 300 card in April, which would be massive for me. Um, but you know, there's a fair bit of water to go under the bridge before that happens. Um, you know, we've got to get the UFC to try and find a match for me and that sort of thing. But the you know, April and beyond is kind of the the goal for me. Any any time in April, um, I'll be ready to go. With Volk fighting in a month, and I know you're trained with him. How's he feeling? Yeah, yeah, I think he's doing really well. I spoke to him last week. He's he's doing his thing. I was supposed to go up there this week and help out and, you know, hopefully do some stuff with him, but that didn't end up eventuating with the elbow sort of slipping a little bit last week. But it's um it's not too bad. So 
I think uh, I think I still might be able to get up there maybe next week and finish off the last little bit of his camp with him and send him off to America then. Um, I know I saw Gene to you, I think, put in the in the Bandit channel there before asking about Strickland and wanted me to ask you about him. I think he said, was he robbed? Yeah, look, it wasn't a robbery. It's one of those decisions that I saw it 3-2 to Strickland. I was sitting with people who saw it 3-2 to Duplessis. Um, you just can't leave it in the hands of the judges. Like the, the numbers were all pretty close. The control time was close and the damage, you know, I think Sean did a little bit more damage. That's why I had Sean winning. But you can't blame you, you can't blame Driscus for walking away with the belt with that. And, you know, I don't think it was a robbery on either end. Hey, uh, let's talk racing. You're still doing your form, mate. You're a jet. You love it more than anyone I know. Where, have you had a bit oh, of a I'm look? I'm a sicko, aren't I? Yeah, mate, you're a sicko. Are you, well, you're still the number one ticket holder of the Zaki fan club. Yeah, still, still. And they, they reckon he's going all right. They reckon they might not put him out to pasture just yet. They what reckon he might have another little prep in him. I reckon, mate, I reckon you might be a chance to buy him if they said we're going to sell him. I reckon you'd be a, cha- yeah. I reckon you'd well, be well, a chance was, to buy him. <laughs> I'd be a chance. So I, I, I'd be happy to retire him out. If I had any land, he'd be, he'd be coming home with me for sure. Hey, uh, I think I, 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 got in with the, I got in close with a few of the owners there, and I don't think they'd uh, begrudge just signing him over to me once his um, prize money days are over. <laughs> hey, what uh, what have you liked at Caulfield today? There's obviously some of these Blue Diamond previews, and then we've got the WJ Adams. Um, we've also got the Manfred and the John Dillon. Um, a lot yeah. of people on the Banter Channel and on the SEN Track text line, which is 0499736736. Um, yep. They're all in the Stepati camp. Are you in the Stepati camp? Yeah, mate. He's just too good for this lot, isn't he? I, I had that written down as something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I think like 1,200 first up, um, and, and by all reports out of the Pruska camp, he's put on a bit of weight and has really matured in his frame to, to be sort of the late-season three-year-old that he is now. So um, I think he's just going to dictate. And it, I don't really I don't really think it matters how the track's going to play. You know, I'm always... a I was a little bit hesitant with Caulfield over the spring. It was a bit hit and miss for me. But um, I, I, with a horse like him, I don't think it's going to matter how the track plays. I think he'll he'll dictate and win that race fairly easily. Yeah, I, I thought he's probably on top. I know that there's a big spruik on Carbonaros, but I, I thought Centify uh, may have represented value. King Colorado had put the line through and I'd also put the line through Amigo. So anyway, it'd be a bloody good race to watch. Yeah, yeah Centify... Centrify will come home well, I think, but I just don't think it'll be able to run down the Stepati over the twelve hundred. Yeah, and if we if we take the Guineas form as, as you know pure form in this, Stepati was the only one that really made up you know any ground there and and held its own when the track was playing bad. So I think that'll that'll play well into today, and I'm happy to have a bet. I think you can still get two twenty or two thirty around for it. Yeah, oh, well, let's hope he uh, gets it done, especially for the double punters. Anything else you like on the Caulfield car before we look at Mooney Valley? Have you had a look at these two-year-olds? Um, I know Mitchie Lewis said before he's big on um, Hayasugi uh, in the Phillies. Yeah, look, Jamie Carr, Clinton McDonald, that one, it's pretty easy, isn't it? Just follow the market. If if the market dumps on it late, you know that they're all getting on them and it'll be a good thing to back. Yeah. But uh, I, I won't pay much attention to it otherwise than that. I'm, I'm going to have a bet in race five. I think um, Blake Shin on board um, for Najim Suhail makes sense. I think Bavia is hit and miss and I'm happy to be against. Um, and I just think rock hard fit Najim Suhail over the 1,000 metres will be hard to beat there. And then 
I'll also have a bet in race seven. Um, Going to go third line of betting, Yonsei. Um, Marin Eustace, unbeaten second up and unbeaten over 1,400. Um, you know, I know Ayrton, Buffalo River, n- not an option. There's a few other horses in there, but I think Yonsei is uh, a good bet for good value in race seven as well. Yeah, I thought he might represent some value too. What about um, tomorrow, Jackie? What have, you, what have you sort of picked up at maybe the Valley or even Ramwick? I know you like your Sydney stuff too. Yeah, I like my Sydney stuff. Um, look, in, in the Australian stakes, I think that, that form's going to come out again and V8 um, or Vate, depending on which way you look at it, is going to be a good bet there. Um, and obviously with some horses to still come out of that field that'll be running today. Um, I haven't had a, a good look at the form at Mooney Valley tomorrow. Um, I just kind of more spent my time on Caulfield. But then in the in the main race at Randwick, I think you know you can get five bucks a piece for the top three the top three horses in those races. So it just depends on where you want to go. And I'm happy to be a Zoo Tiger, Zach Lloyd and John hey, O'Kay. Yeah, oh, that's a big chance, Zoo Tiger. Yeah. Big chance. Really big chance. Yeah. It's it's great great day of racing today and tomorrow. So if, if if you're one of us and you really enjoy getting into the form and having a look, you can you can take all sort of spring form lines and past form lines and then match that up against some of the horses that have been racing through the uh, summer and who are rock hard fit and then sort of pick your poison on which way you want to go with it. So it's great racing today and tomorrow. I thought, uh, I thought you could probably back uh, a horse like um, uh, Waihaha Falls and Zoo Tiger. I then went at race eight. I think I wanted to back Union Army and Legio 10 if you showed up, but my best up there was race nine, number two, high blue C. If you want to have a little dabble. Yeah. Zach Lloyd on board. Yep. Yeah, I think going for three or four in a row now, is it? Yeah, I think it'll win this. I think it'll win this, mate. Hey, um, love Jackie, it. appreciate your time as always. Always love having you on the show. I'm sure we'll have you on the show a few times. Love to get you in studio and do the show with me here one day so that we can get the uh, the dabblers can watch you on the stream, mate. Keep training, go well. Look forward to uh, catching up with you next, uh, next uh, time you come on the show. Brilliant. Thanks, Fitz. Go well, dabblers. Jack Jenkins is a superstar. Go and give him a follow on Dabble. Uh, 0499736736 to join the conversation. Few in here. Is that Miles Fitzner's protege, Mitch Lewis? Jim and Kev are in the house. Uh, any Balnarring form for the boys, Miles? Gee, what, you're not asking me from me much. Uh, asking much from me, Chris. Van Ekim. Uh, on your Swanee. Um, what else have we got? Miles was keen on here for checks in my Bella May, but P. Carberry last 12 months stats. Horrible, and I can't do it. I'm keen. Glasgow, lass, we'll follow them a call of horses. Do you like anything else over here at Ascot? Well, Ben in Waddle Grove, it's your lucky day. Because coming up on the other side of this, I've got Mitch Abayer for the Greyhounds, but pro punter Terry Layton. We're going to go to the newsroom. Radio, you're out. Dabblers, you're in. 736, previewing the weekend of racing, sport, and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday, 12.36. Hello to you on the Dabble app and hello to you also on the SEN track channels, wherever you may be right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you for the next 25 minutes. You can bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? And you can also download the Dabble app and have a Dabble today. Make sure you gamble responsibly. This man is a freak of nature. Uh, Flicked me through one last night. Flicked a couple more. Through. We went two from Peter Albion Park. He came on the form lounge last week. One, one, one ran second. We were well in front. He's the best greyhound tipster in Australia. Mitch Abaya. Hello to you, buddy. Hello, Fitzy. How are you, brother? I'm um, very, very well. Uh, golf day was good yesterday. It was very good, mate. Very good. 
had a yeah had a very good day. Uh, loved it. Good to be out on course and uh, actually hit him half okay. So um, yeah, great to meet uh, you know Matt from Mitchum, which is one of the listeners and uh, his mates as well. They were great blokes. So I'd uh, happily go and play golf with them again. Yeah, oh, mate, the blokes I had too. Absolute caucus. Absolutely loved every minute of it. Yeah, hey, um, Mitchie, what are you liking? Are you playing today? Are you playing tomorrow? Where can we go? We're playing today. We're playing tonight. I'm heading off to I'm actually going to Tyrog, and I'm sitting here. Uh, at Subway at the moment with the uh, the beautiful fiancé, just having a nice salad. Uh, I'm about to go and look at honeymoon uh, destinations at Fly Center, and uh, then I'm off to Tarelgan to do the dogs tonight. So race six, number two, Nature Strip. This dog's been crying out for 500 metres, $3.70 at the moment. Uh, it flew. Uh, the heat of the Warrigal Cup was unlucky in the Warrigal Cup. It'll be awfully hard to beat, and then we'll roll it over to race seven. Number two, Rima Bale, drawn well down near the fence. Uh, just needs to be in the top three or four early and be super strong late. I think it's around the $4 mark. So a couple there with a bit of meat on the bone. Race six, number two. Race seven, number two at Taraugan. All Taraugan. tonight. That's it, yeah, tonight. Around probably eight thirty nine o'clock. Any others before I let you go and pick out your honeymoon destination? Uh, honeymoon destination, uh, the missus is pretty keen on going to Turkey. So, um, yeah, going to plan on base it around that we might just venture off from there as we go but uh yeah that's the that's the thought at the moment hey mate appreciate your time as always past regards to the lovely miranda for me and i'll see you soon my friend anytime mate will do and i'll speak to you soon mitch abaya there absolute superstar uh race six number two at taralgan race seven number two at taralgan he'll be out there on track are we going to go to a quick break here we'll get terry layton up on the other side you boys happy with that give me the nod and away we go more of the form lounge coming at you on the other side of this Text previewing the weekend of racing, sport, and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Oh, welcome back. I'm Miles Fitzner with you for the Form Lounge on a Friday. I've got this man, he's a superstar, all thanks to Dabble, of course. You can bet with Miles on Dabble, gamble responsibly. We love his insight. We love his thoughts in the West. He's playing an Ambrose Golf Day at the moment. He's taken time out of his day because it's an Ambrose Golf Day to chat to us. Terry Layton, hello to you, my friend. Hello, Miles. I've taken time out of my day to chat to you, mate. That's the reason. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> yeah, well, mate. How are you? Going very well. Going very well. Have you got six or seven minutes for me? Yeah, mate. Of course I do. Of course I do. We've just lobbed one on the green on a par three. So I'm just walking down and uh, admiring my handiwork. Yeah, well, how many shots are you at the moment? What's the, what's the go? Yeah. We're two over after seven, so we're uh, we're the three ball three ball Ambrose. So we're uh, I think we're a bit behind the eight ball, but we're we're doing our best. That's all you can do, you know. It's twenty odd degrees, uh, it's a little bit of wind. Um, yeah, no, it's just just nice conditions. It's nine. What's it over here in Perth? Nine forty-five. So about half an hour from a beer, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's ten o'clock somewhere. Hey, Terry, <laughs> I want to start with the scenic blast stakes. Um, Yep. We've had a few texts coming in in regards to my Bella May and people asking the questions. Oh, I thought Man Crush was a really good hope. How are you seeing this race? Yeah, Man Crush is one of my best bets of the day, Miles. I'm a really big fan of this horse when it can find the fence, and there's, there's just simply no other speed, and especially no other speed drawn uh, underneath it. So, Holly Watson will find the fence. Uh, I thought it was super tough, over 1,300 from the breeze last start. So, we're back to the 12. Um, as I said, it, it's going to lead on its ear. I think the rest of the form is pretty ordinary. It's all pretty standard stuff. Um, and I spoke to uh, our man, Miles, uh, LK Fernie, the trainer yesterday, just to confirm that the sort of five weeks between runs, um, or Boxing Day was the last effort, was no um, major issue. Uh, and he said it wasn't. He wanted to split uh, Wild Bell, who won the last feature, and he wanted to split Man Crush. So, um, so they could win a feature each, basically. So uh, pretty keen. I reckon uh, Man Crush leads and wins.
Beautiful. Um, I want to start a little bit earlier on in the card. I thought uh, races one and two were rather difficult. You didn't have anything in the first two. Did you have Snippy Witch on top in race two? Nah, mate. I reckon I'll just don't give up if Snippy Witch wins that race. Like, I actually don't think Snippy Witch is any good. I've thought I've had that opinion for, for quite some time. Couldn't chase him down with Pike giving it a 10 last start at forty. The previous win has no form out of it whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's, it's not for me. I, I, I really like Ancient Guidance as a horse, but I think from a value point of view, there's a horse down the bottom there called Camera Action. Um, something you look tremendous in front of, Miles. Um, <laughs> I, I, reckon that, uh, <laughs> Don't. I reckon. I reckon its last run. It, it was only a maiden, um, but it's that four deep, no cover. The troop against two horses and ran third against Made in Mexico and deferred. And I reckon you'll find those two horses will end up being very good, potentially black type runners. So there's no speed in this. I reckon Chris Parnham, which is a great booking. Uh, we'll kick it out, try and land in the first couple. And I just think that's well over the odds. I think it should be single figures each way. So the fact we're getting around $17 each way, happy to have something small on. Uh, race three was probably uh, one. Here for Checks does look, we've had a few questions on here for Checks too. Does look like the horse I had on top. I'm not going to be launching into this race. Certainly not a best. I thought Fashion Stakes was over the odds. Yeah, we've, we've, look, I, I've marked here for Checks and Wonder Weapon equal favourites. So it makes Wonder Weapon the each way play. Uh, it, it's going super. It was another one that was caught deep last start and, and kept on coming. Um, here for checks, yeah, it's hard to beat. Deserves to be around about four bucks, but it's a horse that's been hard to beat at, you know, five of its last six runs, and it just sort of finds one better, finds two better, finds three better. So, at the price, I prefer to go one to open each way. Um, fashion stakes for five weeks between runs is a little worry from the gate for me, so happy to go against it, but uh, one to open each way. Uh, race three is an easy bet for me on price. Anything in race four or race five? I know race four, Autumn Rebels, uh, Ra- sorry, race uh, four, 235 Secret Attraction and race five, Autumn Rebel. They're both sort of short enough in the market now. Yeah, well, I think Secret Attraction's a fairly good model. Um, it, it last start was vetted, and I think people haven't really been discussing that enough. This is a midweek staying race, and Secret Attraction is a potential black type horse. So um, I'm happy to back Secret Attraction $2.40 plus miles. You know, I'm not a real short punter, but it's going to definitely get me. Um, hang on, he's about to put this in. Oh! Hey! Oh! The listeners have loved that one, Gareth. They've absolutely loved that one. Like, you should have seen that. He's just trained, he's just trained to putt from 30 metres. I do apologise, Miles. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> that was anything. He hasn't hit one off the screws all day. Like, it's incredible. 30 metre putt. These greens must be he's, enormous. He's 112 handicapper, I reckon. Um, anyway, so I do like Secret Attraction. Autumn Rebel, there's no speed in that race. This horse is going to drop out to dead last. Yes, it can win. I, I, I have no doubt about that. But, geez, it's going to be a risk over 1,800 at Ascot after a month off from dead last in a race with no speed. So I'm going to back speed to me and have something small came, eh? But it's not a race I'm going to get too involved in because I do really like Autumn Rebels, of course. Uh, race six, I didn't like the race. No, race six and seven, current prices are all mine. Uh, found them quite sticky. And it's the same with the last of the day, Miles. Lots of speed in that, but I mean, if they run them off their legs, can a horse like My Dilemma or Honeydew keep up and be close enough to run the split to get them late? So, sticky, sticky, sticky. Hey, uh, a couple off the text. Ben in Wattle Grove, um, he said, I'm keen on here for checks and my Bella May, but he said the Carberry stats the last 12 months aren't great. He was with Glasgow Lass and the McCall of Horses. Is that... Yes. Yeah, 100%. That is that's that, that is a big worry. Paddy Carberry probably isn't riding the amount of winners he'd probably like to be at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm sort of happy steering clear of him. I think he's only probably ridden 
two or three winners in the last in the last few months. So I'm sort of happy to steer clear. And that Glasgow lass, I have heard the whisper that most of us over in WA have that Mitchie Pavement thinks it's very good and. The nominal favourite for the Karakata at the moment is a horse called Golden Vale, who um, Simon Miller trains. And it actually beat Golden Vale in a recent trial, and they were sort of under similar riding. It's probably under a little bit more. So I get the um, yeah, I get the excitement behind Glasgow Lass and expect that to be extremely well-backed because Mitch has got a big mouth. Yeah. Hey, uh, Shawnee from Perth has chimed in. He said, I want Terry's thoughts on a couple of horses, if you can. Uh, thoughts on Budgerigar. Yeah, well, it's up against mine today, actually. I was going to tip you my horse. Uh, Material witness? If, no, Evelina in that same race. Oh. So I was actually going to I was going to tip you Evelina, but I reckon Budrigar Evelina will Quinella the race. The order is a 50-50, but um, Budrigar is going super. Evelina is going super. Um, we're going to instruct Lucy to be positive and, and try and land in the first four. I think Chris Parnham will be next to us with Budrigar. Um, yeah, that, that should be the Quinella. I'm going to be loyal to my horse and back Evelina, but I think they're both about $3 chances each. So you're Evelina and Budrigar? Yep, that's in race number five. And if you're going to have another bet today, this I is really a, this like is a, Sorry, this is at Bunbury. Yes. Yeah. You asked Bun- Bunbury, yeah. So yep. today, um, yep. yeah, Australia Day Racing at, uh, at Bunbury. Um, yeah, and race number seven today, Cool Memory, um, is the horse I'm probably most looking forward to the whole long weekend. Um, I think they will bounce this out and try and lead today. It's last start if it's coming from near last um, on a massive leader bias day. It was huge and... I just don't think this race has much in it. And we're getting near $4 or something. So I think I think that's a great price today at Bunbury. So race seven, cool memory. So cool memory there. We've got Evelina and Budgerigar. And then just repeating the ones that you're sort of probably liking on top tomorrow. At, uh, so at Ascot, we like race three, Wonder Weapon each way. Race four, Secret Attraction win. Race eight, Man Crush win. And something small on race two, Camera Action each way at the Healthy Double Figures. Hey, Terry, keep going. I know you've got to hit off the tee for the next hole. Appreciate <laughs> your time as always. Glad we could be a part of it. someone thinking, uh, sinking a 30-metre putt. Appreciate your time. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, Terry Layton there. Just don't forget to the dabblers and all the people on the SEN Track Radio you can go and podcast this show. So if you want to hear Terry's thoughts again, go to the SEN app. You can go to the podcast section, type in the form lounge. It'll be the Terry Layton clips. The best bet clips will all go up there as well. Uh, a few more people in off the text. Um, what have you got? Milo, I just knocked off work. Thank the Lord. Heading home. Time for a froth, a feed and a punt. Are you putting up any quaddies today? No quaddies for me today, uh, Jack. I was sort of concentrated more on form for tomorrow um, because I've got sports day a little bit later on today. So I um, uh, mainly did the form for tomorrow, like just a Caulfield meeting today and then form for tomorrow. But I just, yeah, I sort of found a few of those races towards the end of the day today at Caulfield probably going to be pretty tough. But you know what? If I knock off here at one o'clock, Jack, I might just go and see if I can build a quaddie for you. I'll whack it up on my Instagram profile. Someone said, is Miles, are you on this afternoon? No, I'm not on the Savo. Uh, Cam Luke, Sam Highland are taking you through trackside from one o'clock on all SEN track stations right around the country. I'll get to more on the Banter channel and more of those texts on the other side of this. My best bets, there's not many of them, only about three or four on the other side of this. Maybe a couple of suggestions and run through some things to do for a multi. So dabblers, hold five to those on the radio. Back in a moment. Welcome back, Rivia Maybe, right around the country. Jacko off the text. I'm certainly not the king, Jacko. Enjoy your day too. Few rumours going around the traps or all of Australia that Cam Luke's golf swing, not the best big fella. On your big fella. 
anything from New Zealand tomorrow mile, I think, in race six, number two, Mick from Essendon. Mick, I've, I, I don't do New Zealand form. Um, I'd say probably listen to Gareth. Uh, Gareth show for the weekend preview when they try to cover some of those um, New Zealand horses, Mick. I just don't think there's going to be much there. Uh, team, dabblers, Essendon track listeners, time for best bets right around the country. Right, we're going to start with Caulfield. No worries, Nick. It doesn't matter. No, no, I know, I know, I know. It's not there. I forgot. Uh, Caulfield, race five today, number two, Katsu. Uh, that's clearly going to be the best on the card there today. Not touching race six. The best value play there today. I'm going to back Unusual Culture and Yonsei in the Tommy Two play. Getting 550 and 750 about both of them. Um, small staking there on that one, but I, I've definitely had a go on Katsu. Uh, tomorrow, let's turn our attention to Mooney Valley. Best on the card at the Valley, I think, is race four, number two, running by. Um, this horse, I'm expecting probably no worse than one or two pairs sort of back. Um, I, I'm expecting it to win. This is the last uh, the last day I think the Mayusas team are together. They want to go out on a high. We go to race number nine uh, for the McAvoy camp in V8. 250, I think it's just better than these, um, especially fresh. Look, the only query or the only knock is that it hasn't been at the Valley before, and some don't like it, but I'm sort of taking the horse on trust here that, uh, and, and taking the punt that, that it will and get it done because if it half handles the Valley, uh, it'll be beating those. Then we go up to Ramwick, race nine, number two, high blue sea up there for the Ryan Alexiou team. That'll be my best up there. So the three best running by V8, High Blue C. Other bets include Man Crush, Mornington Glory, um, and then and High Octane today. They're probably the bets I'm going to have outside of it. There's going to be a few more that are whacked up on my uh, Dabble profile. Some this afternoon. Some others will be whacked up on the Dabble profile tomorrow morning after we've seen maybe a market adjustment too. Don't forget, if you missed any of our experts, you can go to the SEN Track app, the podcast section. You can listen back to the show, the best bets, you name it. If you want to see what I'm doing, you go to my Dabble profile. And as I put the bets up, you can just click copy bet. We might even have a little place multi today or a win multi and a big place multi tomorrow. Love you all. See you soon and dabble well.